Hi everybody, it's Larry, and I have the opportunity to do another update on restoring the farmstead. It's been several days since I was up here at the farm doing anything significant because it has just been too darn cold to want to come up or do anything more than just check on the cats and make sure they had water and food. But this weekend we've had a little bit of a break in the weather. Friday it was still pretty darn cold. And yesterday, Saturday, we had a, a warm weather starting to creep in. But still a lot of snow still blanketing the ground. And then today, which I believe is uh, the 8th of March, Sunday, I would say today we can sum up as the big thaw. Uh, this morning there was still snow blanketing uh, all the the grass areas around here in the fields. And by this afternoon, and I'm recording this probably about 5 p.m., uh, boy, it is different. The snow started changing, it started melting, and on any country road that had a little bit of a hill, there was a torrent of a stream of meltwater from the ice and the snow running down the the edges of the roadways. It was if if I was a little kid, it would be fun. Well, frankly, as a big kid, it would be fun to just grab a stick and float a boat, uh, like I used to do down the the ditches and the and the creeks when I was growing up. But to give a little bit of an update on restoring the farmstead, the uh, yesterday we didn't do too much on it because we had a unique opportunity. Uh, we had uh, uh, a great blessing. One of my daughter Jessie's friends, uh, ha her family had four tickets that was not going to be used they weren't going to be used to go to the Fox Theater in St. Louis and see Phantom of the Opera from one of the box seats. And so that was just fantastic. We got we rearranged everything because this was also Girl Scout Cookie Caravan weekend. And we, uh, we got different things rearranged. My wife was able to uh, have people cover her. So uh, Dawn and I and Jessica and Aaron, we headed down and had a wonderful time uh, watching Phantom of the Opera and getting back, oh, not too, too late in the evening. And then this morning, I was up early and uh, needing to get a lot of things done today because uh, we have the goats that are going to be coming as soon as possibly next weekend or possibly the weekend after that. And so I picked up a few things at Rural King. I picked up some uh, T-posts and fencing for the, uh, for the initial goat pen. And then Dawn and I, we drove up here in the morning. Later on, we were joined by our grandson, Seth. But we were able to <laughs> almost get the uh, sled, uh, or not the sled, the shed, which is on skids, so it kind of works like a sled, on the snow and ice out to where we want to have it. Unfortunately, uh, the old farm pickup truck, which had been doing great shifting into from two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive, decided, nope, not going to shift into four-wheel drive today. So we wound up getting stuck uh, 
pulling this this uh, mostly completed shed. So luckily, uh, our neighbor Matt, who comes to the rescue on a, <laughs> a regular basis, he came by and uh, hooked up his his truck and and pulled me uh, uh, out of the area so I would not be stuck. And then he was able to pull the shed where we wanted it to go. He also came over. He's got a new skid. Well, it's a used skid loader, but new to him and a little bobcat style, and he had a forklift on the front, and he brought over several things that he's not needing anymore, some some old cattle panels, uh, a gate that uh, was, um, it had rusted out on the bottom, he cut that bottom part off, so it would still work great as a gate for our goat operation. But he brought that over along with some uh, leftover tin sheeting, uh, roofing from whenever he put a, an addition onto his his machine shed, and he brought that over as a a lovely gift for us to be able to use. Uh, so we uh, we've got that going. Dawn and Seth, they got out a gallon of white paint and they painted the inside uh, walls and the outside walls. Uh, we were able to get two to three coats on there today, and then ran out of paint. Uh, still have to get the floor. Painted. I was hoping to do that this afternoon, but it just wasn't working out. But then we, um, uh, about noon, we had to take off and head down to, uh, not too far from Effingham. Actually, if you go between Effingham and Altamont, there is a little spot in the road where there's, it's called Dexter Corner, and just south of there, a few miles, uh, we met up with Lexi, who is providing us with goats. And so we got a chance to see the baby goats. And they are cute. And the little black one I was holding, uh, initially when I was holding him, he just started, you know, crying out nice and loud. Good, healthy set of lungs, just like a goat should have. Uh, the one that Dawn was holding was a little bit quieter. And then uh, Seth got to hold each of those for a little while. But once once I held mine long enough, he settled down and he actually burrowed his his nose down into the crook of my arm and looked like he was trying to drift off to sleep. But Lexi has quite a few goats. She's been doing goats for about 22 years, uh, starting in 4-H. And she said her younger sisters are still in 4-H working with goats. I didn't actually sit and count them. But Dawn and I were talking whenever we left that it looked like they had about 30 of them in a nice size pen uh, with an old barn and uh, straw on the, the floor for them, on the, the floor of the barn. And they had a, a little pile of broken up old concrete that made a nice little mountain where most of them were standing on their own individual perch, uh, I guess thinking how proud they were as far as <laughs> being up and high. Uh, the little ones, it was so cute watching them jump and bounce around with their happy feet. Uh, that was that was just a lot of fun. So we were talking with her. We were probably there close to an hour, I'm going to guess. And uh, learning a little bit and, and talking. And she was saying that uh, her husband, getting a little bit of an interest in beekeeping. So uh, may have to have him come on out. Uh, they can see the goats whenever we get them up here and and look at the beehives. Um, 
But after uh, we were finished there at the at Lexi's place, then I dropped off Dawn and Seth back at the house and made another Menards run, picked up another gallon of paint, and then headed back up here to the farm. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do with the temperature now, well, it was about 50 degrees, uh, is I needed to get in and check each of the, the beehives. Uh, I didn't get out the smoker, of course, what happens whenever I don't use the smoker and I get into the hives? They get upset with, excuse me, they get upset with me and I wound up getting two good stings. I could feel them get me a little bit more than that, but boy, they have really swollen up good. One's about the size of an old-fashioned silver dollar and, well, the other one is also. So, uh, one on each wrist, uh, uh, my gloves, i am got a hunch the, the the bee gloves are in town. Uh, Dawn had, wait a minute. <laughs> As I look on top of the refrigerator, I think I spy a pair of bee gloves. Well, the ones that I used were just my hunting gloves. Uh, and they uh, they didn't work quite that well. But now I see where my gloves are. So now I can hopefully remember that for the next time. But went out there and I've got uh, eight of the hives made it through winter. Two died, or, died out early on. But eight of them, they all look to be strong. Uh, one of them I couldn't get into too much. Uh, but uh, from what I could see, they were still doing good. The others, they're doing fine. So I took out... Um, uh, I have uh, sugar water feeders that I set up on top of the hive. They're not the kind with the jar that you slide into the front. These are ones that can easily hold two gallons of sugar water. And I, I set seven of them out there on the hives. And then one, they still had a lot of dry sugar. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to let them continue as they are because the, the, the swarm had gathered all around that. So now they've got some sugar water to, to work with and start uh, replenishing uh, their winter stores that they have gone through. But otherwise, it, it was a pretty good day up here. Uh, wore a coat just at the beginning, uh, looked around. The different plans are going to start coming, uh, coming into practice, starting to happen. Uh, boy, it was, it was kind of messy tromping around though with everything thawing uh, that that part wasn't very good and I wish I had had the time <laughs> the energy and the determination to do some of the the wood cutting as I had hoped to do but it just didn't work out and happen and so uh, when you've got limited time and you have limited daylight uh, after work uh, it's hard to get some of those things done, but today was the time change. So now we get that extra hour at the end of the day, and that's what my plans are is this week, after work, try running up here two or three times and see if we can get uh, the shed finished off, uh, get a little bit more paint on it, and get the roof on. And then once that dries out, get some straw in. I've got, I think four or five bales of straw that uh, that I have in the machine shed that we can use for bedding in there. And then get the fence up. 
So that right now wouldn't be able to do anything with it because there's just too much uh, ice still underneath the surface of the ground. But that'll be that'll be thawing out this week, and and hopefully I can get these T posts in there in a way that they won't um, they won't make too much of a pro or they won't have too much of a problem from uh, the ground being so saturated. But we're getting closer. Oh, Matt also brought over a round bale of hay that I had stored. And so we've got that sitting right by the the deer shed, or not, the, the goat shed, sitting right there. So we can, we can start pulling out of that and bring up a, a mineral block and uh, some ground corn. And we'll, we'll see how things go. But... I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for spring and all that that brings. I'm looking out the window to the west and I see the sun uh, starting to get a little bit of yellowish tint in it, uh, yellowish orange as it's coming through the trees. Still snow in the woods. Um, most of it is is disappearing except in the shadow areas. There it's sticking around a little bit more. But spring is coming, the creeks are flowing, and uh, we'll be able to continue more with our plans for restoring this old farmstead. A uh, little bit of work inside the house to do, uh, some straightening up. Still got to figure out where the mice are coming in. Caught two mice um, in traps whenever we came up this morning, so definitely have to keep the traps going. But uh, if you go out to our Facebook page, uh, Restoring the Farmstead, you'll be able to see some pictures of the goat shed with a coat of paint on it in the bale of straw. Um, you'll be able to see pictures of the beehives and especially some really cute and adorable pictures of the baby goats. So things are kind of exciting. Things are good. And... Uh, Hope to put a lot more pictures as we get things together and may even pull, put out a, a call to action uh, if we've got some bigger projects that we're doing on a weekend. Maybe doing some clearing uh, of some trees or brush in order to get the fencing going in for the stage two or I guess phase two of the, of the goat fence. And if anybody wanted to come up, we could... Uh, have a call for action, and people can come up on a Saturday or a Sunday and help out. But anyway, I will let you go for today and hope that your weekend was a great one and that you were able to enjoy uh, the coming of spring. And so with that, I'll say goodbye for now and take care and God bless.